It's time for my brain is exploding with daily and meds They're gonna be unloading and chatting about things off the top of their heads They got a lot to say, so get ready for a full spread Ice cream, coffee beans, and everything that's in between And how to slay their physical and mental health goals today There may be chat of a certain Aquaman So just tune in now as you work or drive Or clue yourself in, give a mental high five And as we said, Patty's gonna talk about Jason Momoa I hear he's recently single So it's time for My brain is exploding With Dillian Mads You there? Yeah, I think so (laughs) Hi guys, welcome back to My brain is exploding, I'm Maddie And I'm Dylan Sorry, (laughs) I was taking a drink that's all right. So, how you doing, Dylan? How was your week? Um, it was it was okay. Made it through work. It's been a really really crazy. Um, I deal with a lot of. For the most part, I've never really talked about what I do. I don't really either want to say it, but because it's not like my job is not what defines me. I do it so it, that I can do the things that do. That makes sense. But I deal with a lot of customer service and I deal in particular with some elderly folks sometimes that don't like that I know more than them only because it's literally my job to know more. And so I had a gentleman using that word very nicely this week that (laughs) was very unkind and it just kind of like, you obviously don't want to let it ruin your week. Right. But, like, it just makes me be like, why? Why Why you got to be like that? So, it was okay, though. It was good. The weekend, I enjoyed a lot more than my week. That's, That's per use, right? How was your <laughs> week? It was okay. Um, my great-grandma died on Monday. So it's been a long week of family and mourning and helping my grandma mourn her mom. And I don't know. It's kind of exhausting to be around people. <laughs> yeah. And, and for it, the record, I'm sorry. I've, I've said oh, that to you, you already. But yes, I feel you like, did. you know, if I don't, that'll be awkward. And people will be like, oh, my gosh, does she even have a heart? No. For the record, Dylan's been texting me all week, making sure we're all okay. Because so. I feel so bad. I My grandparents were both gone before I was born. And then the one that is alive still is still just kicking. So I can't even imagine. So I think the hardest part is watching lose her mom and being there for her. It's It's sad and I wasn't extremely close to my great-grandmother. I mean, I did know her and see her, and but I don't know. It's still sad when a family member dies. I don't know. Yeah, it is. It's a loss. It's called that for a reason, right? Right. <sighs> but it was good. So, did you learn anything fun this week? <laughs> I don't know about fun. I did learn a lot about myself, though, that I am an introvert and I like to be indoors. Uh (laughs) I felt that, like, we had some plans that were supposed to happen this weekend. And then I found out that one of my coworkers that I'm not around a lot, but I was one of the few people that she did actually talk to this last week. She had COVID. Um. And, like, we've been pretty safe at work. She'd want to mask all that fun jazz. But so I was like, you know, just to be safe, I don't want to get any of the people we had plans with. So we canceled everything. And I was so happy. (laughs) And I was like, and this is weird because you know me. Like, I love going to do stuff and, like, having people over. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was like, my brain was like, free weekend. (laughs) And I just like laid in bed and then I felt guilty about it at night because for some reason then my brain was like you could have done stuff at home while you were here so then like my husband came and he was like 
it's okay. I didn't do anything either. Like we just chilled and that's what we needed to do this weekend because otherwise we would have been stupid and selfish. And I was like, okay, I feel better. And I was like, okay, it's good. So yeah, but I would have never guessed that I would have been so happy that all the plans got canceled. I I'm always like that. I'm like, yeah. oh, oh, you can't go. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> it's a weird feeling though to like uh, this. Two years has really done a number on like social interactions, and I do. I have really enjoy small groups, like yeah. where it's like once you know, right. once every other week something. Uh, but man, like yeah, it. And I felt bad because we had even like turned other friends away because we were like, sorry, we have so many plans this weekend. And then everything just got, well, nope, like we're going to be safe. And yeah. How about you? Did What did you learn this week? Um, I think I found the reason there are so many Karens out there. So do tell. <laughs> I read this article and I will link it in the show notes so everybody can go see it. It's they did studies on this and 50% of adults born in the U.S. between 1940 and 1980 have significant brain damage from lead poisoning oh, that geez. consistently makes them behave more aggressive, aggressively and with less empathy. Um, and it also said we estimate population level effects on IQ loss and find that lead is responsible for the loss of 824,097,690 IQ points as of 2015. Holy cow. So lead really messed some people up. (laughs) Yeah, it did. So just remember people, it's not you, it's them. It's, it's the lead in your homes. It's if the you lead. still have lead to- paint. Yeah. I think my house might actually have some lead paint. Is that why I don't want to be around people now? <laughs> you're like, no, you're not lacking empathy and you're not aggressive at all. And I haven't been licking our walls, so I think I'm good. No. Yeah. That's crazy, though. Yeah. And, but in with those, like that generation, if you do look at it, that is where we are right now. Like, they are more aggressive. They do lack a certain level of empathy. And I bet that nice gentleman I talked to the other day was born within these years. <laughs> Probably. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. So, <sighs> like, now I'm just like, oh, it's not me that's stupid. It's they're brain damaged. It's fine. <laughs> no biggie. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Hit me with your subject of the week, Dylan. Okay. So subject of the week. As we are all aware, daylight saving just happened. Did you know if you say, say daylight saving? I know that sounds dumb, but say it. Daylight savings. Okay, there is no S on the end of savings. It's just saving. <laughs> but every time I say it, I've literally had to tell myself I... the whole time getting ready for this. Well, everybody says it with right. an S. It's like a Mandela effect. It is, and that's why I thought it was funny. But there's no S. It's it's just daylight. There's an S on the end of daylight. It's daylight, daylight saving. saving time. Yeah. Okay. So here to forward to not make any more mistakes, we're going to call it DTS because that's what everybody (laughs) abbreviates it to. Okay. So I liked it. But as we all know, it happened. And it kind of got me thinking, like, I love it when it happens in the fall and we get that extra hour and it's like fabulous. And you're like, oh, I have so much more time. Really? It's amazing. We're just getting back the hour that we lose right now, which... There's, like, I don't know, overall, when you think of this time of year, and even in fall when it happens again and it goes the other direction, do you think that it helps? Like, what do you think, Maddie? Um, losing an hour or gain, when we gain an either, hour? Either way, because both are supposed to be helping. 
I mean, I like that first couple of days when you gain an hour, but in the long run, I mean, not really. And definitely doesn't help when you're when you lose an hour. I feel like I really feel that one. Like it was so hard to wake up this morning, and right, it feels like the next couple of days is just really difficult. Yeah. And see, I my brain always thinks, oh, yeah, so basically we just live midnight twice. But it doesn't actually happen till like, 2 in the morning, our right. time, weirdly enough. Like, well, why not? We'll have it at 2. <laughs> but it made me think, okay, so, like, why did they even start it in the first place? And a lot of people, because of, like, movies, like National Treasure, that make the clue pieces be, oh, well, Benjamin Franklin didn't come up with the idea of it. And so a lot of people think it was just automatically Benjamin Franklin. Well, he was the one that proposed it, saying that it would save a bunch of candle wax. And that was in 1784, right? So here we are, 2020. You're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Well, no, they, nobody really picked up on it then, at least from all the research I could find. Part of that was also probably because part of his idea was that to help keep everybody on track of what time they could wake up, they would fire cannons in the morning Mm -hmm. to wake everybody up. That sounds like a fun awakening. You know, war was just over, so why not wake everybody up with cannons? So needless to say, (laughs) that that didn't stick around very well. The first city that actually did implement DST was any guesses? Although you're looking at our show notes, so probably you can see. I thought it was pretty cool, though. It was Thunder Can- Bay in Canada. Canada, right? I was like, of course it was Canada. They were like, we're cool, we're up here, we can do what we want. But it was funny, it was just that one city. Like, nobody else did it. That was in 1908. I mean, that's almost 200 years later. Like, that's crazy that it didn't. But then the first whole country to take it over wasn't until 1916, and that was Germany. And then, like, Europe kind of followed suit, and then finally the United States did, and that was two years later in 1918. So kind of gradually in those two years, everyone kind of followed suit. But then it didn't even stick around then, because they really just did it to save energy and resources during the World Wars. Mm -hmm. So it actually didn't end up until 1966 that a federal law was actually passed. Because what happened is after those wars, they were kind of like, oh, well, each state can decide whether or not they want to keep it. Well, that's where that old story that we all know about, like, the trains being in chaos because the train would come at 6 their time, but it was, like, 5 o'clock the other city's time, and nobody was there for the train, so people were missing all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So then in 1966 is when they made it official that it had to stay. But each year they kind of bring up the question is now with the way technology is where we're on our phones in bed anyway like what does it matter what it looks like outside does it really matter so there's actually a a really cool article about the pros and cons of dst i feel like (laughs) it's a drug it does cracking me up (laughs) but one of the main ones is the mental health that it takes out on people. So Mm -hmm. I thought it was like perfect because that's what we talk about is all of our crazy mental stuff. So like back in the day, obviously, as we talked about, it was a good thing. They didn't use as much artificial light. They saved energy. But now between everyone being on there, like could you imagine if you had to turn your AC unit off in the summer just because the sun went down? Like, I don't think you could get a lot of people to do that. Yeah. Like there, there's just no way anymore. I mean, we could, but I think the Karens would strike. <laughs> but then what happens is there's one study I was reading about that actually show that the, that people's lack of sleep at the start of it. So like right now, leads to more car accidents, workplace injuries, suicide, and miscarriages, which I thought was a very interesting collection of things. Like, yeah, car accidents, they say, because people are tired, because they didn't sleep. 
enough, even though they're probably really getting the same amount of sleep they normally do. But then you kind of trick your brain into saying, oh, it's later, but your brain knows it's not because it's looking at a clock that says it's not. And then that is obviously linked to depression, thus the suicide. The the miscarriages, it never really explains, which if any of our listeners has info on that, I would be interested in only because that's such a weird, like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I could see like the lack of sleep leading to depression, leading to your body not doing well. When your body doesn't do well, it doesn't take care of itself. So I guess maybe somehow it links in that way, but it's Mm. just really interesting. And then it also talks about how the risk of suffering a heart attack goes higher during this time of year. So, and then it's weird because then when we get the extra hour of sleep at the end, that time of year is linked to less heart attacks, less suicide, less depression. And it's so weird. Like, yeah, it's just really weird. So there's a lot of conflicting arguments about it. Yeah. And, and overall, they're kind of like, if we switch it now, what would it really do? But also, if you don't switch it, what's it going to do? Like, yeah. I feel like that fallback versus springing forward, like, I think it's odd too. Like, it's probably mentally linked. I think we said that, but like, there's something about your brain where you're like, oh, I get an extra hour. It's happy. It's great. More time. And then, like, with springing forward, you're like, I'm losing everything. My life yeah. is horrible. Exactly. And, like, I, it's totally a mental, like, thing. Right. Like, uh, it always makes me think, to quote the most quotable, I would say, probably, movie there is. You, I have just sucked one hour from your life. <laughs> I just feel like Wesley sitting on that table. <laughs> I can't. I'm. I'm just mostly dead. I'm not all dead. Oh, I'm dead. just mostly dead. <laughs> oh, but it's just really interesting. Like it. Basically, all the all the studies and everything say though, the more sleep you can get, the better overall your health. Which isn't that what they always tell us, right? Mm-hmm. But if anybody wants to write in and tell us how they feel, please do, because it'd be interesting to see what our overall listeners feel about daylight saving time. (laughs) Yes, leave us comments on our Instagram. Apparently, you can't DM us, but you can tweet us, you can email us, you can leave a review telling us how you feel about daylight savings. We want to hear it. Exactly. Okay, and you had a little subject. We're kind of like all over the place. This time change has really just screwed us all over. <laughs> yeah, because I'm really on one today. Like every- <laughs> everything's kind of making me upset. So bear, bear with, bear with, this bear with, bear, bear with. with. <clears throat> so I recently, I said I spent a lot of time with my family this week, and the big thing that I found was it was like noteworthy and news to talk about who had gained weight what they looked like like oh so and so has really put on a lot of weight you can see it in her face and it was so like utterly disgusting to me and the amount of people that like jumped in on it and and just like, oh, yeah, I saw her. And oh, whoa. And it was so upsetting to me. And I was like, why, why do we feel the need as humans, I guess, or as anybody to look at someone and, and talk about their bodies? And, and what right do we have talking about somebody's bodies? And are we even thinking, like well, maybe they gained weight because they have a health issue. 
maybe they gained weight because they got put on an antidepressant and that happens or um they have a health problem and they got put on a steroid and that can happen like I'm sure the person that gained weight knows they gained weight. You don't have to talk about it. You don't have to. Like, I just don't. How do you feel about it? <laughs> I mean, about the same. I it, It's so weird to me because, like, see, I more struggle, like, with the ones that are like, well, you need to do this, and I need to lose five pounds before this big event. And I'm like, okay, but. Even if you do that, are you going to feel good? Like, where where we almost... Because I can tell you, I've been guilty of this myself. Yeah. And I still struggle. Where I fat shame myself. Like, yeah. that I didn't fit into this dress that I bought that was two sizes smaller than what I wear. Thinking I would somehow, magically, in three months, do what I haven't done in 15 years. <laughs> over and overnight. Like... And then, then I blame it on me, where it is my fault, but not because of what I was eating. Like, I honestly, as we've talked about, have been eating better in the last four months, weirdly, as that sounds. Mm-hmm. Because I'm I'm listening to myself about what I want to eat, right? Right. But, but I really struggle with the way my body looks. So, like, learning that it's okay. It's not necessarily about how it looks. It's what we learn when we're kids, right? You don't judge a book by the cover because, like you said, you don't know what's going on inside until you ask and find out. If you're going to say, like, hey, I noticed, like, you've changed. Like, how's things? Are you doing okay? Respectfully, of course. They'll just be like, so, I see you're packing around an extra 15. What's that about? (laughs) Yeah. As, or like being, oh, you you know, you really need to lose weight. Here's this diet I'm trying. Here you have go. You, have you gone to the gym or maybe a walk recently? Yeah, you want to start walking because, like, you're really, you need to do something for your health. Chances are that person knows they do or or they don't or they already are. Or, like, really, it's none of your business unless they tell you it's your business. The only person, it's their business is them and their doctor right like and what I love too is like recently I've seen a bunch of stuff um internet article news articles all that jazz about that we have dealt with something in the last two years that hasn't been dealt with in a long time yeah let alone you know every day something worse is going on so like, why? Why would we choose that to be the thing to be picky about? Yeah. <laughs> like, give people a break. Everyone deserves a little break. And give a yourself a break. Like, yeah. I identify as a big, beautiful woman. That's what I am. And I'm okay with that. <sighs> and <clears throat> I take care of myself. And I, I do what I can. And I love my body and the way it is. It provides for me. I'm alive. I feel good. And I do what I need to do. Like, and if that affects you in some way, ask yourself why you're upset. Right. I was like, isn't that what Colleen says in a lot of hers is that you, you usually put those, those food rules in, in your mind as a way to cope with something else you're not dealing with. Mm-hmm. So like you're depressed, your brain says, Hey, if I have some chocolate, I'll feel better. And you're like, Oh, Nope, I can't have chocolate. And it kind of makes you feel in control. Like you're setting a, Oh yes, this is my limit. But really you're just withholding yourself from chocolate. And if you had like a couple chocolate chips, you'd feel better. <laughs> Yeah, instead of being like, okay, hard rule, I am not eating chocolate at all this whole week, and like two days in, you've just like, you've had every chocolate bar you see, you're shoving it in your face. If you just had what you wanted when you wanted it, you probably won't won't end up binging like you would when you try to restrict yourself. And that's what we're learning, we have been learning the last couple months trying to intuitive eat. Right. Which, like, um, 
we both had a rough day yesterday. We were just kind of out of it. And I safely ran to Sonic and got a milkshake. Well, their Sonic whatever blast thing. And it was so good. Yeah. And no food sounded good. And normally I would have told myself, oh, I'm eating all this. I better at least like put something. I did not. Did I eat the whole thing? No. Because then I realized I didn't want any more. Like I had satisfied that need for it. And I was Mm -hmm. so good. But man, it's like weird actually not having true cravings. And now when I have a craving, say, yeah, it's because I'm on my period. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Taboo for anybody. That's a taboo word for you. Sorry. It happens. It shouldn't be. It's real. and It's It's a normal thing. Um. That was a funny thing that happened at work. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. I was talking about this really cute video. I think I sent it to you. It's been a while now, but it was a dad that was talking about they were throwing their daughter a period party uh-huh. because she had started. And so they had all her little friends over and she even had two guys, two boys, little boys that she wanted to invite too. And I love that they were like, talking about it and making it real and like the dad was like that's the best party I've ever been to like (laughs) he's like we had jello red jello like they had red kool-aid they just like they made like spaghetti and meatballs yeah it it was just great like and I love that and I was talking about it and two of my very sweet colleagues were like oh we don't talk about that and I was like but we should because otherwise you end up with the people on the internet right now who think that girls can just turn that off whenever they want. Which I think is hilarious, because we totally just control it like that. With our secret mind powers. Oh man, do we wish we could control it. Because <laughs> then, yes, I would weaponize that sucker. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, we've really, we've really digressed here, but... No, that's okay. <clears throat> I do just want to mention why this the fat shaming thing really like put me over the top today (laughs) i was um taking a break at work and i was scrolling through tiktok and there was a video of tom hiddleston and his girlfriend zoe ashton i think i said her name correctly if i didn't i'm sorry um and she was wearing like this pink flowy dress like really drapey it was really pretty the comments were like, oh, she's fat. She's must be pregnant. She's gaining weight in her face. Like, I'm like, what? What is your problem that you have to make, like, these comments on somebody you don't even know? Dude, she's beautiful. Oh, she's gorgeous. I just looked at a picture of her because I didn't know who she was. I also look didn't at her. realize she was dating Tom Hiddleston. So, yes. you know. And they're, they're a really cute couple. Look at They are. Look- Look at the um, BAFTA award pictures. They're probably up on Google. But I just don't understand. Like, okay, so what if she is pregnant? Good for her. Like, it's none of your business. And how can they even tell? She's in, like, a pink mop dress. Yeah, and it's cute. She looks good. Like, it cracks me up. But, I mean, this is what cracks me up though in general too about like people who just are like oh yeah they're just gaining weight like okay yeah I'm with you so what so what if she did what does it matter yeah or if she's pregnant like or what but also like it comes back to my earlier points like what if she's going through something else what if she's gonna I don't I personally don't think I'm not keeping tabs on what she looks like. So I don't know if she's gained weight or whatever. Because I don't care. But So what if she did? And if she did, like, maybe I hope she's okay. Like, that's all I care for people. Like, right. Co- come on. The Get next time you go to comment, pe- comment on something, think about why you're commenting it. Is it going to benefit the situation? Is it going to make that person feel better? Or is it tearing them down? And if it's tearing them down, why do you feel the need to do it? Yeah. Get therapy. Like most, Get help. <laughs> most moms say, if it's not nice, 
don't say it. Yeah. And also, if it's just your opinion. Keep it to yourself. You cute person. What year were you born? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Did you, do you have lead poisoning? (laughs) No. And I know we give our opinions on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I'm dying now. I'm like, oh, you're acting kind of like a Karen. Was that lead poisoning? Did you get some of that? (sighs) But, like, yeah, I know we give our opinion, and everyone is entitled to their opinion, but just try to be kind. That's all I'm trying to say. Kindness is the best way. Yeah. (sighs) All right. You got any, any Momo news for us? I don't this week, other than he, um... His stepdaughter, Zoe Kravitz, uh, hosted SNL last night. And I haven't watched it yet, but he posted on his Instagram and was like, we're so proud of you. So he's still supporting his stepdaughter, which is great. Very nice. So did her dad, Lenny Kravitz. So. She's got some. She's got some good dads. (laughs) All right, Maddie. Well. I think that means it's it's time for Maddie's take. So take it away. I know how excited you are about this. Oh boy. Like, am I ever? I'm so excited. Okay. I had a <laughs> I had a really hard time with this week. Um it was two episodes, so that was four hours of my life. I'll never get back. <laughs> but um so anyway, we start with the Bachelor recap. What? Yes, I'm starting with the Bachelor recap. Basically, I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I love it. Okay. <clears throat> we start with the women tell all, which is basically a recap of all the drama that has happened that we're all trying to forget. Oh, dear. <clears throat> um, but Jesse Palmer comes out, our happily married man. And what was really funny to me is on his little, like, title card, <laughs> underneath his name, it said, not Clayton Eckert. <laughs> I loved it, too. You sent me a picture of that, and I was laughing for a good salt, like, out loud for a solid, like, minute, because, oh, vindication. It was great. It was so funny. Um, there was a lot of recapping of Shanae, like, someone, um, I think Kate, they did, like, a uh, rewind of like all the drama with her and then after it Kate said Shanae did someone lock you in a closet when you were a little, little kid <laughs> that was funny oh geez but she was like no honey sorry but you were all fake and then that that spurred this whole like we were fake you were fake you literally were calling yourself an actress and then it was just everybody screaming at one another while our HMM was like, okay, ladies, okay, okay, calm down, okay. And they're just screaming while he's like, help! <laughs> um, oh, what else did we learn? Um, it looked like, too, during this part, was there, like, people in the audience for this? Yeah, it was a live studio audience interesting why what why why i guess they wanted to watch women fight live like (laughs) like they should make them do it in mud or something i mean that i (laughs) mean you know what i mean yeah um we also learned that clayton's brother slid into teddy's dms and she was like, I think one Eckerd is enough for me. Um, but that I thought that, that was weird that he was like trying to get with Teddy. That is really interesting. Yeah. Um, like, hey, you didn't like my brother. Here I maybe, am. maybe you like me. I'm a different person. I mean, I can watch you cry. <laughs> I'm in touch with my emotions. That, my that'd be a not. win, right? It would be funny. 
<clears throat> they should make him the bachelor and see how he he is d- differs from Clayton. Have they ever done twins on this show? Because that would be really fun. Like where they have a set of twins dating all sets of twins. No, they've never done twins. Bachelor, I'm just as saying. the bachelor or bachelor. They have had twins on a season, like dating the bachelor. They were both trying to date her. Yeah, or the they, him. They were. It was two girls. girl twins okay. trying to date a bachelor. See, they need to just do bachelor. a bachelor twins, bachelors, and have it <laughs> that be would be so weird. Two twins, and then make all the contestants twins. <laughs> And the deal is, you each have to like one sister. You can't like separate sisters. One set, one set of twins. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'd be here for that. Bachelor producers, make it happen. I mean, come on, we're just laying out all the ideas. Um, so they all got to confront Clayton, too. Um, oh, jeez. And they asked why he didn't get rid of Shanae sooner when everyone in the house was telling him what was going on and he just continued to ignore them and keep her around and they all felt that he disrespected them by doing that um and one of the girls said I think you are confusing love and lust I think that you need to figure those two out and really realize what it takes to be a married man and I don't think you're there yet Mm. I would agree with that statement. <laughs> and he just looked really mad and didn't really say anything. Um, I feel like I, I would have been chosen to be violently ill that day of filming. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make it. <laughs> <laughs> so I have explosive diarrhea. <laughs> um then they did like a blooper reel of all the bloopers that happened this season that was really funny um and they flashed back to jesse's season of the bachelor and showed some of his bloopers and it was hilarious and one of them was when he called the wrong girl's name at a rose ceremony and then had to correct it i'm sorry i didn't mean to call call whatever her i forget her name i meant to call karen it was a mistake, and he like had to take the rose back. <laughs> so that was funny. Oh jeez. All right, and then we're on to night two of The Bachelor, and this is the week nine recap. So <clears throat> they're in Iceland, um, and Clayton says he thinks he's falling in love with all three of them, and he might already be in love with Susie. They all see themselves at the end with him they're all like I can see him as my husband I can see him as the father of my kids like they're all all in um starting to worry about these girls sanity I'm worrying about my sanity at this (laughs) (laughs) no so Rachel gets the first um date and they go inside of 400 feet down inside a volcano. Um, Which was cool. And Clayton says he realized he's been um, holding back with Rachel to protect himself. And now it's time to dive deeper into the relationship. He thinks he's falling in love with Rachel. He loves how she is consistently so honest with him. And how she shows him her love. But like... Going down a 400-foot hole, it's hard opening up. So, like, as they're going down into this cave, he's talking about going deeper in the relationship. Love the visual illustrations. Great. Um, And Rachel says she's waiting for him to open up. She feels he's done nothing but... She feels she has done nothing but be vulnerable. And she needs him just to give a little bit of that back. And she's worried if she doesn't get that, then it's just not meant to be. Um, And at dinner, she tells him at the last rose ceremony, she felt like she couldn't breathe because she couldn't read him. And normally she can. And she was terrified. 
and she cried the whole way back to the hotel afterwards because of how easily she could have gone home. And she doesn't know how he's feeling. And he says he felt like he couldn't be transparent around her family. And he's been holding on to something. And he should have let her know earlier. And she's like, what is it? And he's like, I'm falling in love with you. And I have been for a while. I was just scared. Um, So she's relieved. She feels validated. And then there's just lots more talking. And then um, the next morning he leaves and she yells from the balcony, hey, I love you. And he yells back, I love you too, Rachel, all the time. I'm going to miss you as he's off to his other date for the day. So (laughs) real, real nice. (laughs) Goodbye. Let me go see if I love this other girl more than you. (laughs) One sec. Um, so then the second date is Gabby, um, and they go on a dune buggy date on the beach. Um, it was fun. It looked like they were having a really good time. Um, then they go to this cafe, and she tells him she was really emotional after hometowns. She didn't realize how hard it would be to be this vulnerable, and she's so ready to be engaged at the end of this. And he appreciates how she... Um, has continued to express her feelings and just be herself with him. And at dinner, he tells her he realized he's falling in love with her. Um, he was just scared to admit it. But Is he using has... the same? Oh my gosh, Clayton. Um, Did you forget those cameras? <laughs> oh my gosh, sorry. No, I'll you're just... fine. <clears throat> but he's been feeling like that for a while. Um, And he doesn't want to hold back anymore. He's done fighting his feelings. Um, And the next day, she says she just feels so comfortable with him. She loves how easy and fun it is. It just feels like it's going to work out. And Clayton says with Gabby, he just feels at peace with her. And falling in love with her is effortless. Things just fit and feel right. Everything just makes sense with her. Um, When he leaves her, he yells to her, I just want you to know I'm falling in love and it feels so good. (laughs) Getting into the yelling at the end? Okay. (laughs) Cool. It was was interesting. He had to, like, yell at them. Did somebody just, like, write him a script and was like, say this to each and let's see let the chips fall where they may (laughs) yeah let's see what happens so then we go to Susie she gets the third and final date and this whole time she's been kind of freaking out while everyone is going on their dates yeah it would kind of suck to go last yeah um And so she has no clue where Clayton is at or what he's feeling. Um, And that is concerning to her. She's been just pacing the whole time um, he's been on the dates. Um, And she sees her, she says she sees herself as his future wife. She's all in and it's not easy knowing he could pick somebody else or be in love with someone else. Um, She says she's spiraling emotionally while she's walking down a spiral staircase, which is great. I love it. Um, and she's worried he's falling in love with the other women. Um, and she's she just feels like it's ending. Um, and reality is also crashing in on Clayton. He's realizing he's definitely going to hurt somebody. He doesn't want to, but it's going to happen. He says, I wanted to fall in love. I just didn't want to fall in love with multiple people. And he's crying. He's just so confused. He's crying? He's crying. Did somebody, like, go there and then walk away as soon as he started crying? (laughs) I would have paid to see that. I hope the producer just, like, walked away. They were like, oh, buddy. (laughs) Oh. Um, And then so before the date, Susie says she's in a dark place. She just wants to get to the bottom of this and find out what's going on and how he's been feeling. 
And so they end up going to Sky Lagoon, which is a hot springs. It was really cool. It looked like a hobbit hole. And it was like a whole spa inside. They had like different like hot colds. There was a, um, a sauna that like overlooked the ocean. That's cool. It looked really cool. I want to go there. So then we go to dinner. This is where all the drama starts. Is this <clears throat> dinner with all of them? Or just him and... Just him and Susie. Okay. The dinner portion of the day. Of you know the how day. they go right. the day, day right. and then they go to dinner. Where, the dinner where they don't eat anything. <laughs> <laughs> so he tells Susie that since the clock tower in Croatia, he's been falling in love with her. Um, she's made him feel a way he hasn't in so long, and it's so exciting to open up and feel those feelings. Oh, he's changing it um, up a little bit for he said, <laughs> Yeah, he's getting creative now. He says, I was trying to avoid the feelings just because of how hurt I was in the past, in past relationships, um, and I had walls up. And I'm no longer falling in love with you. I am in love with you. Interesting. And she's excited to hear how he feels. Um, and she says, "I, you know, I adore you and I'm all in. Um, and I think you're incredible. But with there being an engagement in a week, there are things I can't compromise. I feel uncomfortable. I don't even want to have this conversation, but I need to tell you where I'm at and my expectation going forward. Um, I know you just said you were in love with me, but do you feel like that with someone else? I feel like it would be impossible to move forward with an engagement, if so. Go, Susie. She the Susie, sane one there. Susie is my girl, man. She like, is, man. <clears throat> That's like the most sensible thing I've heard on this show so far. Yeah, and she says, if I'm sharing your love with someone else, I don't think I would be comfortable. And so he says, I understand that thought process. The big thing I'm shocked at is you told me to explore my other relationships because you want me to be sure at the end of this. You said you didn't want to be the default. Um, To answer your question, yes, I have expressed feelings of falling in love with someone else. Um. She doesn't understand how he can tell someone else he's falling in love with them while being in love with her. Which is fair. Mm-hmm. Susie, he- you got a good head on you. <laughs> he tells her what they have together is completely different than what he has with anyone else. Um, please don't give up on us. I am the most in love with you, is what he tells her. Interesting. I mean, well, he only told Gabby he was falling in love he didn't say he was and he said a weird similar thing to Rachel but then the next morning he he said I love you too well let's see how their overnight goes eh what does he say the next morning so well he says I um I'm the most in love with you and she said I didn't want to share your heart and your love and I just don't think I can get past this um and he tells her I'm in love with three women and I'm freaking out this is shattering me that you're acting like this and you say you can't get past this like it's blowing my mind and so they both get up and go talk to producers they're freaking out he's like he goes and tells Jesse I don't know why why she's doing this to me like that she was it like I don't know why she's why she's doing this and choosing to do this right now um maybe because she just realized she's been on a tv show (laughs) with 30 women and that she's getting engaged in less than a week possibly yeah and wants to have a real conversation with you um but i mean also the other part of me is like kate you should have thought this through when you signed up for this show because there have been plenty of seasons for you to know how this goes down because yeah. I feel like this isn't a new thing when it gets to this point of the show. Like, whatever weird squabbles happen in the first couple, whatever, sure. That's probably, like, whatever, depending on the 
people. But when it gets down to this close, like you, like I see both sides very, very clearly. Where, like, go Susie because you should have be the only one that he's in love with. But also, like, that's the whole point of this show is to have all your options. Yeah, which is dumb, but whatever. That's beside the point. Sorry, I don't know, Maddie. So they go back, and she says, I think I screwed this whole thing up. Um, I believe everything you're saying that you love me and all that. And I'm trying to be okay with it, but I feel like like it's already over for you, like you're not even listening to me. And he says, Because you said it was over, you're the one who decided it was a deal breaker. And you decided it was over. You didn't even want to fight for us. You immediately gave up. And I'm done. This is over. I'm walking you out. Just like that? Yep. No overnight. No wow. All right. And she's like, okay, I I really care. So he is like walking to the car and she's behind him talking to him. And she's like, I really care about you. I'm sorry it's ending like this. Like, I, I really feel like it was a deep connection and I she didn't quite say she loved him but she has multiple times said she's falling in love with him um and he's just not even listening to her and he's just like storming to the car and he rips open the door um and he tells her you dropped a bomb on me I don't believe in anything anymore you are not the person I thought you were I will find someone who will fight for me you're not it and she and he tells her to get in the car and then they drive off and she's not she didn't really even say anything in the limo right like i think she was just trying to keep it together she kept so calm though like i was i would have been like so upset at the way he acted um he's freaking out he he's like telling the producers and he's like yelling and he's like I thought Susie was it um she was my person and now everything is invalidated um and my heart's not he, in if, it anymore I'm done if he really thought that she was the one you wouldn't have just told two other girls exactly and and but, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry bud but but you wouldn't have reacted like you just did to her normal reaction to what you have just done. If you wanted her to fight for you, you should have fought for her. Exactly. He he gave up pretty quickly. He took what she said and took it to heart so quickly and didn't even, like, he wanted to work it out so badly, but also like, when she started to come around and was like, she blamed herself and he let her and continued to blame her and then was like okay I'm done we're getting nowhere leave it was really upsetting to me how he acted yeah cause Hi. He, t- he says you're the only you're the one he tells her that he feels n- not like this with everyone he loves her the most yada yada and then he just treats her like awful Oh. So. so did somebody come and take her bags? No, I think her bags were in the car because they were oh. on an overnight. Oh. So she she left and then it ended. So and That's... now this oh, week geez. is the is two nights again. So we got four hours of a <laughs> What nights are they doing it on again? Monday and Tuesday. So tonight, if you're listening to this podcast, and tomorrow. And tomorrow. I I just want it to be, like, this season, I just don't, I don't like him so much that it's just, like, well, it hasn't, for it to be he over. He proved himself to be a very likable guy. No. Like, I feel like for every nice thing he's done, there's, like, five things that weren't but it just barely maybe maybe kind of evens out but not really well and he seems like so explosive and it's a little worrisome like how he's been too about 
it's his journey, forgetting that this is also all these other girls' lives. Not even just these three, but all of them. Like, yeah, he's and, very self-centered about this whole thing. Which is unfortunate in a lot of ways. So, go you, Susie, and I hope that she's the next Bachelor. Yeah. Bachelorette. Be, be free, Susie. Be free. I hope you're, if you're rewatching this, I really hope you're not. But if you are, for whatever reason, I hope you're like, yeah, I made the right choice. <laughs> After seeing him say he loved two other girls and then say that somehow you were the one. That was um, in the wrong. I. Yeah. But cool. Cool, cool. Yeah. So anyway, we'll look forward to to recapping the the four hour finale for you all, um, and we have listener comments that kind of go along with this. We do, which, which I loved, which was fantastic. The first one says Clayton sucks. <laughs> the second one says Clayton deserves no one. LOL. <laughs> which is true. I, I agree. Really with- feel like the other girls should be like, why did that one leave? What happened? I guess tonight and tomorrow just got way easier, though, for those two. Yeah, we'll see. What, how, it looks like it's going to get even more dramatic. Oh, dear. So, <laughs> Excuse me. Because the rose ceremony, you see him saying, um, I told her I was in love with her. I'm in love with both of you. So it's going to, yeah. And really, he's going to end up chasing Susie down. I'm wondering if that happens. Also, there's a pre, like a clip of Jesse coming back and saying, um, I have some news that may change everything for you. So maybe she comes back. I don't know. Shrimp gates back. <laughs> We've realized that actually you don't get to pick your uh, fiance this time. We're going to pick it for you. This is who you deserve. <laughs> it's going to be congratulations this year. Yeah. Uh, here's how your journey ends. And just jump a truckload of shrimp on him. Yes. <laughs> uh, let's see. We also have a listener question this week about what do you think about think of positive affirmations? Hmm. I like them. I forget to use them a lot. Yeah. I think they're great when you use them. Like um one I use a lot and I write down and or I put on my mirror in my bathroom is you are enough. So I say that to myself a lot. I should write something on my mirror. That's a good idea. Cause I hate looking at my mirror and I know a lot of people well, I don't hate it. That sounds bad. But I'm trying to learn to look for the beautiful. That's Maybe that's what I'll write on my... Thank you, listener. You've just helped me make an affirmation I will put. Yeah. I think they're great. I think you should use them. Yeah. Make yourself feel good because you're amazing. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Oh, my gosh. I didn't read the miscellany until just now. That's fantastic. Our miscellany this week is if daylight savings, saving, we're going to take the S off. We're going to just <laughs> pretend that's not there. If if DST were a character from The Office, it would be Toby. <laughs> and it totally would. Yeah, I could not uh, agree with that statement more. I feel like, ooh, like, yes, like the March DT, DST is Toby. And the, the one in the fall is, is Aaron. Just like super bubbly, happy. <laughs> I would agree with that. Oh, that's great. I don't think we got any more miscellany. That was all I had. Yeah, Um, that's all I had too. Thanks everyone for your comments and your questions and your miscellany. Yes, we appreciate all of them and we love sharing anything and everything. And if I ever get a voice wrong, just put like in parentheses how you want it to be read or how it should be. And I'll read it that way. Yeah. It'd be great. 
<sighs> Maddie, thanks for podding with me. Thank you. It's been great. Here's to hopefully a better week than last week. Yes. Guys, same for you. Hope you have a better week. We will see you next week with, it's the finale then, yes, next week? Yep. Oh, ho, ho. It'll be the end of a series, maybe, for a while. <laughs> Maddie yep. might be like, yes, thank goodness. <laughs> be taking a break for a little while. Let us know what you want me to do for Maddie's take after The Bachelors. So send those in. Mm-hmm. For reals. But guys, keep it real. Thank you very much for listening. Music is by Cy Carmier. Editing is done completely by Maddie because she's amazing. Thanks for listening and have a great week. And Momo, if you're listening, how you doing? My brain is exploding as dumb. Dillion nights have had the fun. We'll come back next time. Share some more. My job is to sing this song and let you know it's time to move on. If you want to hear more, please hit subscribe. It for this outro song Please watch your step